John Vogel, NFL Draft Blitz, sitting here with Tyler Wiltz, linebacker out of Pitt. And Tyler, I'm so happy that you took the time to come on here and join us with this. Oh, thank you. I'm really, uh, I'm really happy to be here. If we're being honest, man, appreciate you. Yeah, of course. So, you know, we were talking a little bit before we got started here, and I, I mentioned that you know I covered you because I've been all over the transfer portal. You know, really since that became a big thing, doing a lot of coverage with that. And so I knew I was covering you coming out of Missouri State. You know, all that different stuff. But what we, what I like to kind of do on here is let you tell your football story. How did you start playing football, Tyler? Um, that story honestly goes way back. Uh, my dad was actually a high school football coach. Mm-hmm. My mom, she also played sports in high school. So I've always been around like sports just in general. And each of my brothers had like their own sport that they were good at. And, you know, trying to find myself, football kind of helped me, you know, express like kind of anger and, and a lot of situations that I had going on in my life. So, like, my dad used to always take me out, you know, throw the football with me, and just I just grew to love it, like, more and more and kept me out of trouble with school. It actually gave me a reason to keep my grades up and whatnot. So I just I just kept rolling with it, you know. Oh, that makes sense. And when you were in high school, what 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 did you play there at high school? Was it sort of like a, were you always a linebacker, or did you – is that something that you kind of developed into? So that, that's actually – kind of weird so in high school I started off like as a linebacker it was like an on the ball like stand up like outside linebacker defensive end type of thing mm-hmm. and uh after a few it was like maybe I played that for like two years and you know we had some people graduate then I moved to the middle like my sophomore junior year I'm pretty sure it was my junior and then uh when I went to camps everybody but everyone told me I was kind of like a tweener so I wasn't big enough to play like linebacker in the middle or outside so I played safety at all of those camps. So like smaller schools recruited me to play linebacker and bigger schools recruited me to play like uh like a safety nickel type, which is kind of what I what I've been doing since I've been throughout college. Right. So yeah, that, that is crazy. But I, yeah, I play a little linebacker, a little safety. And so when you came out of high school, you ended up at Independence Community College, right? Actually, I didn't. I ended up at a Division two school in Arkansas, uh, Southern okay. Arkansas first. And I ended up staying uh, a summer, a fall, and a spring, and I transferred out to Independence. Okay, gotcha. So the Division Two, Southern Arkansas, right? I'm seeing Southern I'm, Arkansas. I'm just seeing that now. Okay, like I yeah, somehow <laughs> I missed that. Crazy. I know it is. Hold on, hold on. Sorry, I got to write this down. Make sure I got because I was not tracking that Arkansas. You see, we learn about each other, man. <laughs> yeah, no, 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 no. It's all good. And so, like, the thing is, like, I have the scouting report that I've been working on you, you know, for a while. And and that's, like, you know, I, I track, like, all the different years, all the different places that you went. I didn't even – I wasn't even tracking you were there anywhere in 2017. So, like, that's why I'm like, oh, I got to write this down. Hold on, because if I don't right now, I'll forget. Oh, sweet. All right. So – Trying to figure out where I want to go with this next. All right, so you get you get through community college. When it, you get to Missouri State, when was that sort of? When did it hit you and you realized, hey, like what I was doing in high school, isn't like the tip of the iceberg to what I'm being asked to do now. Um, so I'm one of those guys that no matter what what kind of challenges brought up to me, I feel like if you work hard, you know it it all just happened for you. So I kind of keep my my mouth closed keep my head down and just listen to everything going around me. I'm very observant. And 
when a coach specifically tells me do something, it's a reason they want me to do it. So I've been really trusting, excuse me. I'm so sorry. I've been no. really trusting with, with every coach, you know what I mean, that that happened to come in my way who wanted to see me do better and it just always played out. You know, I pray a lot as well. And like I said, I listen to people, listen to outside because everyone has a lesson to teach you. And everywhere I've been, like with the first coaching staff at Missouri State, you know, I'm thankful for them for getting me there. And then Coach Bobby Petrino and Coach Reggie Johnson, Coach Ryan Beard, they all just, you know, poured into me and, and it played an important role in helping me do what I have done and what I'm trying to continue to do. What was that? What was the biggest thing that you were able to take away while you were at Missouri State to add to your game? What was that big improvement? Um, that it's a business. Like, I know for a fact that whenever I got to practice every day, that, like, no matter how much love that they poured into me, whenever I had things going on, I could go sitting for the third office. If I needed to cry, speak to him, Coach Johnson. I can go speak to him, even Coach Bobby Petrino, no matter what anyone says about him. He, he, he cares. He shows it in a weird way, but he does care. So uh, I had to know that, okay, I can do this. Whenever I need them, they'll be there. But at the same time, once I step on the football field, it's business. You need to lock in. You got to throw all that other stuff out of the door because we got to win. Everybody got to gotta make their way, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So you end up going from Missouri State this year. I mean, you you had a heck of a career there too over the three years that you played there and even getting through the COVID year and all that too, having to play in the summer and then another full season right after that or the spring, you know, just yeah. taking the summer off. Talk about some of the challenges, you know, the COVID brought onto you and how you were able to overcome all that. I feel like one of the biggest challenges that it, that it brought up to me was uh, – Missing my family, kind of, you know, because you separate from everybody. Mm-hmm. They couldn't come to the games. Like, they couldn't really watch me, which they made it when they could, but it was seldom. So think about playing in the spring, not seeing them, and having to come right back in that fall again and still really not being able to see them. So that, that'll take a toll, especially being a young man, you know, which I'm a little older, but at the same time, I missed them. But I, what I did was I used that drive, knowing that the way they, they supplied for me and took care of me growing up, that, I want to do the same for them one day. So, like, I put my head down and I kept working no matter how much it hurts. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, no, I get that. So, you transferred to Pitt this year. And yes, you played up there. So, I, I guess you could really say the first time you when you went up north, per se, right? Yes, sir. And so, talk about the culture adjustment that it was and, and what, you know, you had to do to kind of adjust to even if it's just the weather, just how people are different up there. I'll say that's one thing about Pittsburgh fans that they're different, but it's different in a good way. Mm-hmm. Like they, they love, they love their sports. Penguins, the, the Steelers, no matter how good or bad the season is going, because when our season was going, we still had a lot of people at the game. Mm-hmm. Granted, they may not like, uh, they may not be happy with like the outcomes or whatnot, but at the same time, they still going to be there to support. No. <laughs> but, but yeah, they, they 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 love it. Bro. So, but for the most part, it wasn't really a hard adjustment. I say, especially because I feel like I've traveled around a few places. I've been around, and knowing that, like, it's all about business. That I have to do what I have to do. But like, the guys are great. They helped the, the transition be that much better. The coaches, Coach Narduzzi, uh, Coach Manalak, everybody was there. It was perfect. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. 
Mm -hmm. And so talk about some, you, you talked about how you're, you've always been sort of a safety linebacker hybrid. And so talk a little bit about what your role was in the defense and some of the different things that they asked you to do. Um, I won't say they, they asked me to do anything different that I haven't done. If that makes sense. It's just kind of learning the defense is a little different. I feel like I was in coverage a lot more this season because I played out of the box, playing two different positions. So having to rotate between, okay, I'm in coverage, having to get my hands on the number two, then getting out to the number one receiver, as well as still trying to fit the run in the box. And that's from playing the, uh, the star position and moving to the money position to give someone else a break. And then literally just being a linebacker the whole time. Mm -hmm. You got to stick your, stick your nose in between A to A, B to B, you know, still having to run down certain people, getting over blocks, using my hands. It's, it's just showing, like, you know, I'm a real versatile player and, like, I can't do it, which is something I've always done. So playing both of those positions, even, even if it was just in high school, helped me and developed me to be able to do it now at the highest level of football. So what do you think is the biggest strength that you bring to the field? You mentioned versatility. So perhaps if it's if it's versatility, then what would be that next thing? Uh, I feel like I'm a very smart football player. I'm very fast. I catch on to things quick because uh, how, how many people do you know? Usually people whenever like, especially the transfer portal now, they try to get everyone in the spring. I got there on May 12th. So I literally had a summer and two or three weeks of fall camp to learn the whole defense. And I'm, I'm not going to say it was, it was easy, but you feel me? I, I got it done. And I was able to produce being one of the top uh, people in team in production, you know what I mean, uh, with my tackles, with everything, you know. So I feel like I'm a very smart player, and I, uh, I run a lot. So Run a lot. So yeah, effort, I, effort, yeah. Effort, really energetic all the time. So if you had to pinpoint a, a place that you think that you need to get better at, where is that place? Um. I'm being honest, maybe I feel like I can pick up on my coverage a little more, mm -hmm. like more man-to-man, -man, because I didn't really run too much man-to-man -man coverage this season. But mm -hmm. it's something that can be done. I feel like I add a little more rate, because right now I'm at like 215, and, you know, it dropped a lot more during the season. So maybe in that aspect of it, you know what I mean? Um, maybe in film study, because I feel like my play recognition is good. But it's also been better playing, you know, on the, on the lower level and then coming up. So so it's just little things like that that I feel like I can work on. The little adjustments to the different parts, you know, like adjust because you don't have to put as much tape study into, let's say, I'm trying to think of somebody that Miss Missouri State would play, um, Central Arkansas, right? Yes, sir. Because Central Arkansas is not going to run a complex scheme. They're not going to run anything similar to what, you know, like a North Carolina or Miami is going to try to run against yeah. you. And it's not that type yes, of those, sir. those aren't the same type of athletes either. Right. And so, yes, yeah, it's a different kind of football, right? It's a different. And so it takes the prep for that takes a little bit of an adjustment for, which it sounds like you're already figuring out a little bit, which is this, this is this, since this is a little bit different, I have to adjust this part of it because, you know, like you said, play recognition was good, but wasn't as great. And it was better when you were on the lower level. So that's yes, a good, sir. That's a good pickup there, man. That's great. So if, uh, if, if we're talking about, let's say pursuit, because that was one of the things that popped out to me is sometimes you'll under pursue plays, right? Yes, sir. And I think sometimes it's because 
And so I don't want you to take any offense to anything I'm saying. I'm just throwing, I'm throwing this idea at you and seeing what you think about it. Sometimes I think maybe you think you're a little bit more athletic than you are, which is why you under pursue. And so is that something that you've, you've kind of noticed about yourself at all? Uh, I have, and I uh, honestly felt like it got a lot better towards the end of the season, if that it makes did. sense to yeah, you. Yeah, it did. And I feel like that's also that, that like kind of that pressure of it, not trusting my athleticism being that I, I've done it before, coming to a whole new, new, new team, you know, actually trusting more and more of what the coaches had to say. When I have Coach Biggs telling me, you just go. Coach Manley telling me, you just go. Stop worrying about all those things. And then when I finally started trusting it more and more and more, as you start you making see, more plays, yeah. More plays, my play time went up. Everything just came full circle. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, because that was that was my biggest note that I had on you, man. Was that was that you know, on the scouting report was pursued angles sometimes aren't exactly there, but no, it did get better, especially in those last couple games of the year, where you know you had yeah. some really good you know sideline plays. So let's talk a little bit about football, right? Yes, sir. So in the NFL right now, they're running a lot of uh half field is what i like to is how i like to describe it because it's so hard to get a mic now that can do everything that a mic needs to do there's maybe three or four of them in the nfl right now that can do it and you can so you can name them on one finger i mean on one hand it's like literally it's, it's you know can you repeat that again for me i said there's not a lot of there's not a lot of there's not a lot of guys that can play what a mic can you know like what yes, everything sir. that they ask a mic to do in the nfl now there's maybe four or five guys you can count them on one hand you know the different guys that can do it all bobby wagner is still he's getting to that point where it's starting to catch up to him he's not quite there um you could say levante david devin white and they kind of still play a half and half but they can both play that mic um shoot i can't even think right off the top of my head but this there's so few of them now in the nfl that can do that so half field assignments is that something you're familiar with uh not really i know this is the first time i'm actually hearing this Okay, so I'll explain it. It's, 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 it's kind of cool. So the Rams started doing this with Brandon Staley uh, back before he was a head coach for the Chargers. And it was because they were running into these situations where they didn't have a linebacker that could play in the middle. So they split the assignment into two. And so they went to their shell coverages over the top. They had, uh, oh, what's his name? He came, uh, Joy, uh, no, Fuller, Jordan Fuller that came out of Ohio State, right? He was a rookie that year. He was playing the Rover money, right? Like that you're talking about the Rover money kind of deal. And so they, they ran, they started running shell coverages, disguising their looks, but using the linebackers so that you, you basically put a line, an imaginary line over the center and you split the box in half. One linebacker plays that side, plays downhill that way with that slant. The other one plays downhill that way. Right. And so you're going to okay. ask a lot of your, your money guy, your money guy might have to drop into a deep coverage deal you know, where he's kind of playing, if you're in a cover two Tampa, right, he's going to play that deep middle zone, you know, or you're going to go with a one high safety, all that different stuff. So half field assignments is where I've got you projected in right now is you could yes, be a guy that could play half field going down like that. So mm -hmm. that was, that was what I was kind of trying to get at. Is that, is that something that you're familiar with? Is that, does that make sense? Maybe there's a different terminology it, it that they use sense. for it. It makes a lot of sense. I mean, I wasn't familiar with it, but also, like I said, I'm a smart person. I'm a smart kid. I'm, I'm very versatile as well. So if you're going to, like, teach it to me, if I have to put in extra work, I'll make it happen, no matter, like, what defense it is. Because as you can see, 
at Pitt, it's a lot of blitz. It's a lot of different things that goes on. Whereas at Missouri State, you know, we sat in a lot of coverage, whereas we blitzed. But at the same time, it wasn't as, you know, extraneous as here at Pitt. I mean, and Juco was a whole another different thing. I played mm-hmm. a lot of cover one. So, like, I've been known and I adapt very well with learning what I have to do because I'm a big guy on getting the job done. So, you need the job done, I get the job done. Right, right. So, so uh, you said that you were you got down to around two fifteen this year. Is that what you're saying? Uh, yes, sir. So, where where do you want to be in terms of weight? Honestly, two twenty, two twenty plus two twenty, two twenty five, and uh, I, I did it before, and I was perfectly fine. You know, I was able to run well, do all the same things that I did. I felt like I also had a lot more energy because I had a little more weight on me. So, I mean, I, I can't do it. You know, what I mean, it's just during the season. You know, you lose a little bit. You got a lot going on with school and stuff, which is not yeah. an excuse, but at the same time, yeah, I can't play her. Okay, so so do you like – do you have a, a meal plan? Do you have anything in the works to kind of get that back up before the start of the next year? Oh, yeah, no doubt. I'm actually uh, starting to work with uh, some of the strength coaches at Pitt as of now. We're making like a whole meal plan schedule. So after the bowl game is done, I'm, I'm getting down to it because pro day, like you said before, is very important for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Very so important. what's that what's that thing that you're gonna try to show everybody at the pro day that might be a concern uh, right now? As of now, I, I honestly don't have no concerns. Cause I feel like I've I've done everything where I've been. I'm I'm a guy who's very confident. All I have to do is go out there and show them what probably they already know. They just have questions about all the testing, you know what I mean? Which that that's a problem for a lot of guys, but the way I've always worked, me about to be working until that time, I'm going to make sure it happens. You know, I'm not too much worried about the drills. You know, a lot of people may have problems with that, but consistency, we do those drills and practices every day. So I just got to keep, like, keep my head down, trust with everybody who's trying to teach me things, trust with those showing me, and keep praying it's going to happen. So last little question I got for you. Is there a guy, you know, it could be two or three, could be pro, could be college, that you turn on the tape and you just watch and you find ways to implement what they're doing into your game? Um, one guy who I've recently grown a liking in, which is, is crazy, he's younger than me. We just played together, so if I see a dentist, love watching him play. And it's not even just, okay, after we have a game, like I'll sit down and watch his practice from as well, and it's like, okay, how does he do this? Call him up, ask him, what is your thought process in this? How did you know this play was coming before? How did you, what, what are you seeing? Even during practice, what are you seeing? I love to watch Devin White too. He's also somebody that I grew up watching uh, at LSU even mm-hmm. now. Uh, and that's kind of just two off the top of my head. Good players too. They, obviously, yeah. Dennis, you know, we were talking about him before we started recording. Like, I love Dennis, man. He some, he's a fun guy to watch. What's even crazy is a fun guy to watch. He's even a better person, like, to sit down and just have a normal conversation with He's a great guy. I learned so much from him this season. It's actually unbelievable. <laughs> yeah. I appreciate the time, Tyler. Thank you uh, for coming on here and doing this with me. Thank you. I really appreciate you for having me. I mean, it means a lot. Yeah, of course. Of course, man. And good luck to you in the process. Obviously, it's going to be a grind, you know, because this is everybody's looking for your flaws. Everybody's looking for what you don't do well. And that's literally yes, what the focus is. So whatever. So when stuff starts getting really negative, just keep going back to the positives, man. That's, that's what this process is all about, is being able to stay with the positives. Yes, sir. Thank you. I appreciate that. Yeah, of course, dude.